Greetings in the name of Jesus. This is Rob Hames, 15 Minutes with Jesus. This will be part three of Whosoever I Send. Going back to being sent, many people are doing many things in the name of Jesus that he never initiated or commanded them to do, and there is no lasting fruit from their works. Their works are wood, hay, and stubble, which will be consumed in the fire that will try every man's work of what sort it is. The works that the Lord Jesus gives us to do, if we will remain faithful to him, will be gold, silver, and precious stones, and they will go through the fire, and they will not be burned. Let's turn to 1 Corinthians 3, 7. So then, neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. Now he that planteth and he that watereth are one. And every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are laborers together with God. You are God's husbandry. You are God's building. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide which he buildeth thereon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved yet so as by fire. So, did God send you? Did the Lord Jesus tell you to do what you are doing? Did you pray and continue to pray and fast as they did in Acts 13? Did you seek the Lord? Did He tell you? Did He send you? Or did you just do it because you felt sorry for people or you wanted to serve God? Your motive may be wonderful, but if the Lord didn't send you, then you're, you've gone without his authority, without his blessing. He has mercy on you, of course. He loves you. But it will not bear lasting fruit. When Jesus was speaking to the seven churches in Asia, through the Apostle John, he said, let's go there, Revelation 2:19. I know thy works, and love, and service, and faith, and thy patience, and thy works and the last to be more than the first. You know, it says that in many places in these addresses to the seven churches, Jesus said, I know thy works. So he knows us. He knows our works. He knows what we're doing. And in another place here, he said, Those that I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. So it's not condemnation for the Lord to rebuke and chasten us. It's because he loves us. Just like I told you, I had an accident. I fractured my neck. Many of you would disagree with me, but I know for a fact that the Lord let that happen to me. He told me before some things about me, and he's dealing with it. And he has been dealing with me, and I'm thankful. He's been dealing with me for a long time. <laughs> Since 1976, when I got saved, he's been dealing with me, and I thank God for that. And I'm sure he's been dealing with a lot of you. It's because he loves us. 
He has a plan for us. Okay, let's go to verse 20. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, to teach and seduce my servants, to commit fornication, and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. And I gave her space to repent of her fornication, and she repented not. So what is this? This woman called herself a prophetess, and she was doing wicked things as though she was a servant of God. Does anyone out there think that might be going on nowadays? Believe me, I know it is. I've been involved in those kinds of situations. Verse 21, And I gave her space to repent of her fornication, and she repented not. Behold, I will cast her into a bed, and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. And I will kill her children with death, and all the churches shall know that I am he which searcheth the reins and hearts. And I will give unto every one of you according to your works. But unto you I say, and unto the rest in Thyatira, as many as have not this doctrine, and which have not known the depths of Satan as they speak, I will put upon you none other burden. But that which you have already, hold fast till I come. He that overcometh, and keepeth my works unto the end, to him I will give power over the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron, as the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers, even as I received of my Father. And I will give him the morning star. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Turn with me, if you would, to Romans chapter 10, verse 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. So I want to review what I've been talking about in this message, Whosoever I Send. Jesus is our Lord. If we are calling on Him, we're trusting in Him, He is our Lord. He will initiate what He wants in our lives. We need to humble ourselves before Him in this hour of great darkness that's on the earth right now. We need to, all of us, all of us, humble ourselves before the living God and seek his face, and wait upon him. And as I said earlier, be faithful to do whatever it is he's already got us doing. And if we have something in our hearts, pray about it, keep seeking him, lay it before the Lord, and let the Lord show us what he wants us to do. I want to say by experience that he will answer. He may not answer as quickly as we would like sometimes. And we have to put to death that desire of our flesh to do something for God, to do something to be seen in the eyes of men, uh, to do something looking for the honor of men, or even for the honor of God, but it's not his will. It's our own heart wanting to do something for God. But... If we will humble ourselves and continue to seek him, he will lead us. He will speak to us. He is faithful. He said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. So that's what this 
program is about. It's about being led by God to do his will. Remember, in that last day when Jesus returns, he said, not everyone, this is in Matthew chapter 7, he said, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but they that do the will of my Father. He said, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, have we not done many wonderful works in thy name? And he will say, depart from me, I never knew you, you who work iniquity. And some of the works that he listed there were works of power, prophecy, healing. So, what does that mean? That means, first of all, he was talking about Christians. Christians are those that say, Lord, Lord. People that believe in God, people that believe in Jesus, will be saying, Lord, Lord. So that means even though we are Christians, we can do things that aren't the will of the Father. There are things that we think are a good work, going and preaching the gospel. But what did we just read in Romans 10? How shall they preach except they be sent? And as I said earlier in this message, when God sends you, I'm reminded of what I talked about of the centurion. He said to Jesus, he said, Just speak the word and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority. And I say to this one, go, and he goes. And to this one, do this, and he does it. Okay? So that, and Jesus marveled at him because of his great faith. But his faith was associated with a total understanding of authority by experience, as he told Jesus. So he believed that Jesus also was a man under authority. And when he said, it shall be, it will be. And so it's the same thing. The, the main, one of the main points of what I'm trying to say in this message is, if we will wait upon the Lord, whatever he sends us to do, and by the way, he may say to you, Brother so-and-so, sister so-and-so, I want you to go to work in this hospital, and I want you to clean toilets, wash the floors, wash the walls, and I will send you people that I want you to talk to about me. And I want you to do that for a year or two years. How many of us would be willing to do that? How many of us would say, oh, I know that's not God talking to me. I know I'm called to preach the gospel I know I'm called to, to start a church. Well, you may be, but we need to be willing to humble ourselves and do whatever the Lord gives us to do and be faithful with it. And you know the cool thing, the wonderful thing is, when we do that, he will bring things to pass. It's amazing. As you're faithful to him, he will bring people across your path. And he will, if you seek him and pray and seek him, he will give you the things to share with other people and it will be a blessing to them and, and to you. It's wonderful to serve the Lord, but we've got to humble ourselves and give up our desires. And we also need to repent of whatever iniquities he shows us that are in our lives. We need to purify ourselves. As I said, another thing I said in this message, we need to be purifying our souls by obeying the truth through the Spirit. We need to be getting ready to meet our Lord. Folks, he's coming soon.
So God bless you. I want to thank everyone that's been listening to this message. God bless you in Jesus' name. I also would like to end with a prayer. So those of you who have a willing heart, let's pray together. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you. I want to thank you for your people all over the world. I want to thank you for everyone, Father, who is crying out to you. Many people are crying out to you, calling upon you. Many people are humbling themselves and seeking your face and turning from their wicked ways. And Father, I just want to give you praise and thanksgiving for that. And I pray for my brothers and sisters all over the world, for everyone especially that's listening to this message. I pray you would comfort them. I pray you would minister to them by your spirit, that you would show them, reveal your love to them, and help them to draw near to you in this hour and receive your correction, receive your instruction, receive your purifying, sanctifying love, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Cast me not away from thy presence, O Lord, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. And renew a right spirit within me. And renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away.